Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Mental Debriefing Podcast. My name is Peter, and it's uh, June 21 right now, um, overnight. It's uh, 3.50 a.m., so let's get started. So yeah, um, a lot of things have happened since the previous podcast, and that was... Uh, back in March, I did go to Las Vegas um, in April, around uh, April 15th when taxes are due. And at that time, I had already given up on the whole uh, I'm going to move out of state thing and concentrate my job hunt domestically. And things were going uh what i thought was uh what i thought was going well and um yeah it's uh the job searches i know this episode i'm not really going to talk about uh a whole lot of news or things uh mainly just uh myself um and basically like an update episode what I've been up to. And yeah, the job market is really crazy because on one hand, you have, uh, this is what I've experienced um, applying to jobs uh, for a better part of a year now. And a lot of it is they... Recruiters, they tend to uh, look at candidates and I guess they they don't want to put candidates in positions where they feel um, basically like uh, entry level entry level things and they, they like to put candidates in the or recruiters HR, they like to put candidates in the highest position they think that the person may be eligible uh, for. And then the uh, the candidate themselves, like for, for me, I may just uh, want to uh, get in get my foot in the door in a entry level position and then work my way up. So that presents a problem because it's two two opposites between what the candidate wants and what the HR person, the recruiter wants. I don't know if the recruiter gets bonuses for finding the the uh a very well qualified candidate. I suppose that they, you know, I I suppose they get a job well done for finding um, finding someone that does well, and for some finding someone in a higher position. So they always try to fill the higher positions, and then. In my case, and in a lot of candidates' cases, it's the case that um, this has happened 
so many, so many times during my my job search. It's not even funny that they they say, "Oh yeah, you're you're way too qualified for this entry level position. Why don't you apply to this this uh, higher position?" So then I apply to the higher position, and then the uh, management or whomever makes the final decision, they decide to go with someone else. But then you can't go back to the entry-level position, which you were high, highly qualified for. So in the end, you're, you're not getting a job in the company. So it, it, uh, it really sucks how, how it always turns out that you're overqualified for one position, and then for the other position, they won't hire you. So it's, uh, it's a lose-lose proposition. So I've had a few... Um, uh, comically bad things happen to me in interviews that I want to talk about. Um, so I've been going for these uh, insurance claims rep positions, which I've had before. Uh, you know, before I was a realtor, I was a claim rep at State Farm. And basically... I I have like 10 years experience in the field so and I mean in that industry so it would make sense to to uh pursue a job in that particular field right so of course uh when I when I pursue these jobs then uh you know various things happen like like for for Geico, I had, uh, you know, I took their assessment test, and I had the uh, phone interview, so I thought I was in, right? Geico's in San Diego, in the Poway area, but then, of course, I got a no for that. Then, um, State Farm, I had interviewed with uh, for a lower position, again, same thing happened, interview for a lower position I probably qualified for that but they don't want to hire me for that lower position oh yeah why don't you try for this higher position and then I ended up interviewing for this higher position which I totally bombed the interview unlike the lower position interview and it didn't go well and then Mercury Insurance which is local here they have offices in Brea and Rancho Cucamonga uh, in California, and they had, um, they had basically, uh, they said that, uh, you know, they had several positions of all different levels, and I applied to all of them, and I had a couple weird phone inter- interviews. One of them, the HR person was like, 10, 11 minutes late in calling me, and, and, um, I think, like, she forgot to ask some questions, because usually, even the HR people, they do ask some preliminary, um, behavioral type questions as well, but, um, so she was, this whole thing was supposed to be 30 minutes, and then she was 10 minutes late, and we only talked for 10 minutes, and then that was it. So I think she forgot to ask me some questions or something. 
And then the next day I got a rejection email. And then also, um, there was another insurance company and two insurance companies in Las Vegas. One, I did really well again with the HR person. Then it went to the corporate thing. And then, uh, so I was supposed to, there was going to be like a zoom, like video interview with the bosses. But for some reason, my, uh, my recording equipment was, was, um, I was looking for an email that they sent with the instructions on how to, how, how to, um, you know, set up the, set up the, uh, the zoom thing. But then for, for some reason, it's like, I couldn't find the email or whenever, whenever I typed in the insurance company, that email never popped up. So I forgot that there was even that email that was sent. So I was just expecting another phone interview. And then, um, so then the time comes for the interview and, and, uh, I was waiting patiently for a phone call that didn't come. Finally, like 10 minutes later, they called me, Hey, what's going on? Um, are you trying to log in? And then I said, I never received the email. <laughs> Uh, with the login instructions, and then they're like, oh yeah, go call HR again, they'll reschedule for the interview. Um, so then I called HR, and then uh, she said, oh yeah, we'll, we'll get everything sorted out again, and we'll reschedule you, and then she never rescheduled me, so um, that's that. And another insurance company... Um, Also in Las Vegas, I did have a, uh, a, I, uh, I had one where they, they have like, uh, it's like a video program on your cell phone where you can, re they have questions and then you record your answers. So I did that interview. Then I went to the boss's interview, which was like a zoom. Um, also uh, had technical difficulties there and uh, one of them, I had tried to, um, you know, I had logged on and it said I was logged on for 10 minutes. Nothing happened. So I thought that the uh, interviewer had forgotten or something. But, but, uh, but that wasn't the case. Um, I reloaded the software and then she turned up for like five seconds and then it got logged off again. Finally, I connected with a cell phone and then we had the interview. So results are still pending on that one. Um, so overall, it's been a total, um, total headache. And uh, I don't know what's going to happen, but um, yeah, I'm... At the same time, I'm I'm ready for some change. I know that I need some uh, some change in my life, but um, I also don't want to do changes for the sake of changes. And you know, I I have uh, decision anxiety and uh, and indecision with with a lot of things because I I, t I tend to have made some uh, bad decisions. Uh, the last couple big big life decisions I've had, so 
um, you know, things, things turned out well, but, um, but yeah, it's, uh, I, I've learned a lot the last few years, but on the, uh, on the personal finance, personal income side, it hasn't been that much. So I, I do hope to start making some, uh, decent, <laughs> decent money, I guess. <laughs> So yeah, it's it's been a struggle, and I don't know what direction I want to go. I need to settle on where I want to live, if I want to spend the rest of my time here in Southern California or head to Nevada, and in addition, there's another problem, which is... Um, uh, you know, it's, it's just hard to, um, it's hard to date if you're wishy-washy and you don't know where you're going to end up because of a job and things of that nature. So, uh, along with all my other dating struggles that I've been going through, it's just been a big, <laughs> big, big headache, um, uh, regarding, uh, jobs and all that stuff. So things are, things are at a very uh, unknown level. I'm sure a lot of people, because of COVID, they're kind of like in this uh, um, wishy-washy type of state. Uh, they don't know uh, which which way to turn, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, a lot of people were just busy surviving COVID. So uh, now, now that that era is coming to an end, they have to... Uh, go back to normal and then make decisions uh, based on that normal and if they're going to continue on uh, on their current path or take lessons they've learned from COVID and make some drastic revisions. We'll never know. So that's always going to be a challenge uh, moving forward. And yeah, that's, that's always a challenge um, that... Uh, you know, moving, uh, whenever you have a new year, you have to look back and then look forward at the same time. And, you know, we're, it's at a point now where we're almost half a year has gone from this 2021. And uh, I've, I've basically spent uh, the last few months kind of in limbo here, not uh, applying for jobs. And um, there's a lot of uncertainty and it's just been a, been a big mess. So, yeah, who knows? Um, overall, uh, everything else, I think um, I've been trying to cut down on my TV consumption. And uh, Amazon's been fun, of course. It's, um, I'm still doing the part-time shift, so it's, it's not too crazy. Full-time, of course, they have mandatory OT and all that stuff, so it's a bit more intense for the full-timers. Uh, us part-timers, it's, uh, it's a bit more chill, I guess. And, uh, but it is intense. Amazon, there's no such thing as easy, so everything's intense, and Prime Week, 
prime day is uh, today and tomorrow, so that's going to be fun as well. A lot of work to do. Other than that, just wanted to update you guys. Um, I don't have any significant developments in 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 my uh, in my life to speak of right now. It's it's been lonely because when you're when you're in college or high school, um, you always feel that. Uh, with your friends and things that you're always going to spend time, uh, you know, hang out with friends and, you know, you have people to hang out with as, as you get older, you don't want to be like your parents who see their friends like once a freaking year. Right. And, <laughs> and then, um, then as people start having kids and their lives get busy and a freaking pandemic hits, then of course you see your friends um either zero times a year or one time a year so it's pretty pretty insane how things turn out um also another observation i've had is a lot of people don't want to be leaders when it comes to friendships and eh, I've experienced both um, as a leader as well as, um, of course, being a follower of friends. And being a follower is, of course, much easier because you can uh, duck out at any moment and you don't need to do any planning. You don't have the stress of doing any planning. And it's overall very experiential. When you're the planner, you have to, of course, make make thing make sure things go right. You're not really living in the moment, and it's <laughs> you're you're also kind of evaluating. It's kind of like extra bot an outside body experience because you're. Um, you're not really in the moment. You're kind of making sure everyone is okay uh, during the event and things of that nature. Even like planning for like hikes and things, you know, you need to make sure your group is doing well. Um, you need to make sure logistically everyone gets to where they're going and leaves and goes home. Um, so there, there's a certain stress involved with planning things as well. And, you know, some of my friends, they just don't like to plan stuff and some of them do. So yeah, go figure. Some people absolutely have zero leadership and, you know, obviously I have very minimal leadership experiences and I, I don't consider myself a great leader, um, but some people just have like freaking zero when it comes to leadership, absolutely zero, and it's, it's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of crazy, um, it's absolutely zero, they're just freaking, they just want uh, something to uh, 
follow. So, so yeah, more people are sheep than you think. Because it's way easier to follow. It's way harder to go against the grain. It's way harder to plan stuff. And it's way easier just to, like, make comments online. Make mean comments online. Or be snarky online. Um, <coughs> just go with the flow. If you're actually, like, planning things and all that, then, yeah. And then it's crazy because, like, um, yeah, well, it's, uh, yeah, the pandemic really, it's, uh, it changed a lot of things, so, who knows? Um, yeah, we'll see, we'll see what happens in the future, um. I'm kind of over, you know, I've been over this whole L.A. area for a long time. I don't want to be associated with L.A. anymore, but uh, it's all I've known. And uh, the Inland Empire, Orange County, I consider those places my home. So um, we'll see uh, what things turn up and... A lot of things, of course, if you're in your comfort zone, you don't grow. And Americans and people in general, they were so used to convenience and feeling good that it's, uh, I don't know, things are, things are, uh, way different now. Um, and then, like, DoorDash and all that. Yes, I still do DoorDash. People waste so much money on conveniences. It's mind-blowing. Absolutely mind-blowing. And... Even, like... Oh, my God. It actually... I actually feel bad sometimes for these DoorDash customers. I know they're not particularly wealthy or anything. And then they're wasting money on, like, um... I know that DoorDash is, like, Dash Pass, which you can get unlimited for a, a set set amount. I think it's, like, 10 bucks a month or whatever. So that's that's cheap. Um, so hopefully most people are to DoorDash are using Do Dash Pass. And... It's much cheaper for them. Um, because if you don't, if you get stuff delivered, it's really, really expensive. Anyways, um, that's also another issue with like these, this DoorDash and all, things like that, these delivery services. During the pandemic, when a lot of people stayed home, there was a high demand for, um, you know, delivery services. Now, because... Um, the pandemic is over, more people are going out again and going to the restaurants, buying their own groceries, getting their own liquor, <laughs> and it's, uh, it's a whole different beast nowadays uh, because you still have a large um, labor pool of people that are doing all this 
uh, delivery service stuff, but the demand isn't there anymore, so it's uh, less less profitable to do delivery services now um, as a driver. Other than that, uh, that's all I have to say. I hope everyone's doing well. I miss having a podcast partner. And yeah, every day is a lonely day. So hopefully I uh, meet someone someday and things uh, turn out well. Other than that, adios. Have a good one, guys.